In this episode, we take a look at the Illuminati. We look at the history of this strange group and what it stood for. We look at the conspiracy theories that still swirl around it and offer our own theory that I'm pretty sure is not what you're expecting. Hi, I'm Heather Wood, and I'm an intuition and ego expert. And I'm Jamie Hayhurst, and I'm an energy healer. We're both passionate about smashing the patriarchy, integrity in the spiritual world, and social justice. This is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jay, I have an interesting topic to chat with you about today. I know. This one's going to be interesting. (laughs) I want to talk to you about the Illuminati. Yes. I don't know if I want to talk to you about it, though, but but here we are. Here we are. What's interesting, you guys, is that I have told Jamie literally nothing about this episode because I really – I mean, normally Jamie and I go over points and, like, where we want to hit and stuff like that that we – we are organized podcasters. Right. This time I didn't on purpose because I really wanted Jamie's real, like genuine reaction to the angle I wanted to bring in for this. Yes. So if Jamie sounds a little extra baffled or taken aback by anything that I say, that's why she's on the ride with you guys. Exactly. And I know almost nothing about this topic, but it's something that I feel like, oh, I don't know if I even want us talking about this. It feels like way too conspiracy theory. The world has more than enough of this <laughs> at the current time. Like, I, like, do we want to be bringing this, you know, to the, to the listeners? But I have faith in you, Heather. See, that's, that's trust right there is to be like, I have, I don't know what you're going to say, Heather. I don't actually love this topic idea, but I'll trust you. That's, that's trust. And I hope that, I hope that I don't let you down, Jay. I'm going to really try. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. There is a, a thing in our friendship where I drag Jamie into things that I'm obsessed with that she really didn't care anything about. And then suddenly she's like, oh, no, now I'm checking Britney Spears Instagram all the time, too. That's very, very true. Yes. Poor so now, now it's just happening like live on a podcast recording. So Exactly. You're seeing it in real. You're hearing it in real time. <laughs> okay. The reason I wanted to talk about the Illuminati, there, there's two reasons, two main reasons. The first is that in the intuitive world, anyone who does anything that is like pagan or intuity or conspiracy or different is like, oh, are you the part of the Illuminati? It gets thrown in. Yeah, it's so weird. It's super weird. And and as someone who knows about the Illuminati, as a, a researcher of, of all things conspiracies, you know I love a conspiracy. Yeah. It kind of annoys me because I don't actually think anyone knows what they're actually saying. No, and they sound like they're in some weird like cartoon show or even like some weird movie like they think they're being super spy guy or something. I don't know. It it's like when I hear someone say that I'm I like, "Oh, I just checked out. Like can't even be on board with what you're talking about now." Yeah, because it's like this weird thing and it's going to parallel with my other topic. So I'm being slightly vague when I I'm describing this, but it's this weird thing that happens in our culture where people like maybe don't understand something. So 
they like create a weird mystery around it, but it, it, the actual mystery itself and the way that humans are reacting to it and using it in culture is the interesting thing. It's not even the Illuminati themselves. Right. Yes. It does make sense. Yeah. Okay. So I want to clear that up. There will be so many people who disagree with all of the things I'm going to say, because I'm going to dispel a lot of Illuminati stuff. Okay. Okay. So if you're here and you saw this topic and that's going to make you mad, this is probably not the episode for you. Although I would love it if you like listened and told us what you thought. Yeah. I mean, maybe give it a shot. If you're feeling super defensive, maybe give it a chance and listen. But like we always say, if you're feeling super defensive of something like that, that's usually a red flag that you already kind of know that something's up with it. Exactly. Exactly right. And this is going to be a different take than any I've ever heard about the Illuminati. So keep that in mind as well. I'm already interested now. Before I was like, oh God, not this topic. And now I'm interested. So we're already making progress here. Okay. My reason number two for this is that the concepts of the original actual Illuminati and not the concepts of what they believed in, but the concepts concept of how they operated and how they got members and how they influenced society are currently being used. Okay. Okay. You want to look at a lot of the tactics of like the far right of QAnon of a lot of MAGA stuff. I'm going to show you what they're, who they're copying. And it is the person who, who created the Illuminati. Okay. Oh God. Okay. And this is why it's important. And this right. is, I remember my history teachers in school saying like, you need to know history so it doesn't repeat itself. Right. Right. This is that. And this is the part, parts of history that aren't really taught that it's really a crime that it isn't because it's about understanding human behavior and why certain things work and why certain things don't. And you know, the motivation behind things and if we all sort of knew this, we would be so much less susceptible to like cult-like secret society type stuff. I mean, literally at the time of recording this yesterday, there were a group of human beings that met and rallied together because they actually truly believed that JFK and JFK Jr. were going to come back and like hand the presidency over to Donald Trump and JFK Jr. Mm-hmm. Like they really believe that. Like there are really people who really believe that two dead guys are alive and that that's a real possibility. Yeah. And not even making fun of that for a minute. No, it's not even, it's way beyond funny. No. I I mean, sometimes some of the TikToks are funny, but (laughs) the fact that it's, it's working, that kind of brainwashing is the part that's scary And it is, if you understood what happened and why the Illuminati is still something mentioned, I think that it would, it would change the way you look at that. Okay. Well then let's hear it because I'm terrified for (laughs) this country. Okay. So now I've got Jamie intrigued and terrified. So maybe that's how you're all feeling. I don't know. That's where we are in the journey. Right. (laughs) Okay. So I want to start out by telling you what the actual Illuminati was. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to use was because, and I'll, I will put in the theories. I will not just tell you my own opinion. Okay. Some people believe it. It never closed down. I don't think that, but we're going to talk about that. Okay. And then I also want to talk about its parallels to, to now and also why like 
these myths that are still there that the Illuminati is running different things and that like Beyonce and Jay-Z are a part of it and why people say that and what's going on. I want to dispel some of that too. So a little bit of fun, a little bit of history and a lot of discussion on human behavior and what the heck is wrong with people. Right. So right up your alley, actually. Right. It's right. my lead. Okay. Love it. Love it. I want to start by saying that the term Illuminati was used way before the the group that we currently refer to the Illuminati ever started. And all it meant was someone who had some sort of special enlightenment. Okay. You will hear, like, the thing that's confusing is that people are all like, but the Illuminati is referred to in this ancient text. Right. <laughs> it's not the Illuminati, the group. It's the idea of someone being enlightened that's being referred to. Gotcha. It's also referring to anyone in a cult. Oh. They would be considered Illuminati because they thought they were like they had some sort of special enlightened knowledge that other people don't have. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Also, at one point, Christians who were baptized were referred to as Illuminatus. Oh, okay. Okay, because now they're baptized into the religion, right? And so they're they're a member. So I hear a lot of people being like, oh, no. There's reference, the Illuminati was referenced in, you know, 1525 in Spain or something. No, not the Illuminati, the group. This is a blanket term being used. Right. Gotcha. Like saying pagan, actually. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Perfect analogy. Okay. So the first meeting of the, the group of the Illuminati now, the forming of this like secret society group happened in 1776. It happened in Bavaria, which is in Germany. Okay. They held their first meeting on May 1st of 1776. Okay. Now, what do we know is also May 1st, Jay? Beltane. Exactly. And this was on purpose. They were on purpose meeting on the day of a very famous pagan ritual. And I will tell you why in a moment. But they chose... Beltane. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. This was led by someone named Adam Weishaupt. Okay. okay. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. I listened to many historians say his name on videos to try to get it right, but I will spell it for you anyways. It's W-E-I-S-H-A-U-P-T. Okay. okay. All right. So he, he didn't call it the Illuminati at first. He called it the Order of Profectobolis. Okay. It then changed to the Order of the Illuminati. And to now we just refer to it as the Illuminati. Right. Okay. Now, Weishaupt was a professor. He was a law professor um, at the University of Ingolstadt. Okay. He picked five of his most talented students and formed a secret society with them. Okay. All right. So this is what is going on. I would like to just make a side note to you that Ingolstadt is the setting of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein novel. Oh, interesting. Written after this. So is there a tie? Is there a reason she chose the birthplace of the Illuminati? I don't know, but there you go. Fun fact. Interesting. So this group was inspired by many secret societies that had come before it, but mainly by the Freemasons. Okay. Crazy ass secret society 
that we could do uh, an episode on sometime if you want. Yeah. Uh, I love me an old secret society. So you guys let us know. Yeah. And there are lots of them out there. Yes. So this secret society of the Illuminati, right, as we call them now, was formed to oppose religious influence on society and abuse of power by the state. Basically, our boy, Vice Tapped, was annoyed because he was trying to teach and everything that he wanted to teach as a professor was being monitored and changed by like the religion. Like, does that fit? No, we want you to say that. Or by the state, like political control and sort of having an agenda of what they wanted. Oh, well, I'm, I can get on board with that. Yeah. So it started off as like going against the man. Right. Okay. I'm here for that. Here for that. Yep. The symbol that they started with was actually an owl. Okay. Because of the tie to wisdom. Yes. They also used the like all different symbols as well as the imagery of Athena, who is the goddess of wisdom. Uh-huh. It also at some point moved into being a dot in a circle. All right. Okay. And then also sometimes a, a triangle in a with the dot in the middle. All right. Now, I want to talk about this. Okay. So the dot in a circle was to represent the all-seeing eye. Right. But the the Illuminati didn't mean it as a nod to God because they were anti-religion. They actually wanted atheism. Okay. Right. So it was for them, it was a symbol that the higher-ups in the Illuminati were watching. Oh, okay. All right. So like there's like these super enlightened higher ups in the Illuminati are the ones that are watching everything. Like they're overseeing it. Don't worry. Now it is confused often with the eye of Horus. Yes, it is. And so that is what you see more in the triangle as the eye. That's the eye of Horus. Right. Exactly. We're going to put like the, the graphic up on the website. Yes, we could do maybe even a side-by-side. Yeah. So throughout history, and eventually I'll tell you what happens later where the two really get mixed in, but there was never really like an eyeball in a triangle as like, like we're controlling everything. It was much more an eye of like these enlightened Illuminati are keeping an eye on the world. Gotcha. All right. So this organization quickly grew throughout Germany, France, Hungary, Italy, and Poland. Beyond those, but there were big chapters there. Okay. They were really big in recruiting through the Freemasons. Okay. Freemasons get like a, a, a reputation of being like really powerful and creepy. And where I agree with the creepy, I don't really agree with the powerful. Right. Agre- same. Same. If you know about the the Freemasons, they were never really much of a threat. They were just doing like weird rituals mostly. Yes, agree exactly. Okay. But they were they were a secret society supposedly, but they were very public. It's all very it's all a whole thing. I could go into that for hours and I won't do that. But yeah. I will just say the Illuminati sort of stole people from the Freemasons by taking advantage of the lack of structure and power going on there. Gotcha. Now it started, the Illuminati started with this like against the man attitude. Okay. And it really started with like these, this original group wanting to educate men with everything known to man. So again, without like religion and politics influencing what could be taught. Okay. 
They wanted a world revolution and that's how it started. (laughs) But it took a turn somewhere into Uh wanting a new world order. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, I've heard it a thousand times, right? But what does that really mean when you say you want that? It means you want to take over the world and run it the way you think it should be run. Oh, right. Okay. It makes me think of Star Wars, to be honest, when people say it, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Isn't that what everyone wants? You know what I mean? Like everyone wants (laughs) to be the boss of the world. (laughs) I mean, it really hits me as like the white guy conqueror. Yeah. Like it's just... I don't like the world, the way the world's being run. So it, it starts with being just like against stuff being so controlled, but then it turns into something else. And this is one of the parallels I think we're seeing right now. Yeah. It's like hyper colonization. Like instead of just letting people be, you all of a sudden, you all of a sudden want to be the person that you're trying to overthrow. Well, exactly. And this is where I see a lot of ties to like the whole Mag- MAGA Trump right. new thing where I think it started being like, we don't want the world to go in that direction. We want it to go in this direction. We want to be free of that. But then, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not promoting it. I don't agree with it, but no. I don't think it started as like, we want to take over and run everything. Right. Right. And, but that's where we are. Exactly. And this is exactly the turn that the Illuminati took. Gotcha. They then wanted destruction of all religion and governments and to embrace absolute freedom and equality. But with the Illuminati would be the new like rulers. So then not really. (laughs) Exactly my point. So not really. Like I can actually get on board with all of that until you then put yourself in charge. Yeah. Now, I think if anyone is is interested in like researching history and like biographies and learning about people, I would say look up Adam Weishaupt. He is a real interesting character. I just want to say as a slight bit of backstory, his father died really young. He was a lawyer and he then was given to his godfather to be raised who was like this baron. So like and he was like into some of this stuff. So this is a very privileged man, white man, German man. Right. I want you to understand that like he's sometimes painted as this like common man hero, but this is not actually who he is. So a lot of this I think is really interesting that it's sort of this, again, it reminds me of what's going on now of like, no, I'm the common everyday man fighting against all this stuff. But what in reality, they are actually a part of the same patriarchy. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. This idea of like a new world order, as you said, you've heard it before, was not original to the Illuminati. Like they didn't start it. This has been going on forever. You can find it. Like I think of like a utopian, like how many, how many books are written about that? How many religions are based on that? Like the idea of a utopian world, right? Exactly. This, this like heaven on earth theme that you see, um, you just find it everywhere. Even like people who think Jesus is going to return and then everything's going to be great. Or like with the Jews, the Messiah is going to return. It's going to be heaven on earth. The Illuminati are just taking that idea. But instead of it being like a, a higher being coming back or, a, you know, someone who's like godly coming back, it is the higher ups of the Illuminati. Gotcha. Okay. It's the enlightened humans who are going to make it better. It gives me real Jehovah Witness vibes. 
Yeah, I was just going to say that very thing. Sounds like that. Okay. I want to give you a few quotes from our boy Vice Hapt because I believe him to be an evil freaking genius. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I don't think he gets enough credit for being an evil genius. And so part of my appeal to you on this podcast is for him to be listed as one of the evil geniuses. Okay. Okay. The superiors of Illuminism are to be looked upon as the most perfect and the mo- and the most enlightened of men. No doubts are to be entertained even of their infallibility. Wow. Does that sound like someone who just wants everyone to be equal and free to you? No. No. Okay, so he's saying this stuff. He's saying wow. these quotes, but then the Illuminati are like are representing the idea of taking it all down and everyone being equal and free. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. Okay. The Illuminati, this organization lasted only about a decade, just under a decade. Oh, we're still dealing with it. Yes. So what happened though is interesting. And like every good conspiracy theory, there's an element of it that doesn't quite sit right. And that's why that's where conspiracies get born. Right? Like right. something's off here about this story. And this is why I think intuitive people are drawn to conspiracy theory. Yes, because they can sense that. Yeah. Like, do you guys remember when Prince died and they were like, oh, he died of the flu? And I swear every single intuitive person was like, no, what? what? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, there was that feeling of like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's supernatural. I don't know if there's a big conspiracy theory, but I know what you're telling me is not right. And I intuitive people know that in their bones. And I think that's why we get kind of caught up in this. Right. Exactly. I love conspiracy theories, but not so much being sucked into them. I love looking at them and like, why did we get into this? Like what was going on that made this conspiracy theory take off? Does that make sense? Yep. So what happened was that the writings that were like anti-state at the time that were going out from the Illuminati were intercepted. And then the organization was infiltrated. And what they did was like publish everything to like make the society not so secret. Gotcha. Now, people don't believe it was actually disbanded. People think that this was a fakey fake thing and that it really just kept going and now runs the world. Okay. You see where the, the like. Right. So some people think that they said they disbanded, but they actually did take over and now we're being run by them. Yes. And so let me tell you why this idea, this conspiracy has any legs to it. Okay. When you go back and look into history to go, how did they shut down the Illuminati? What, like, did all of these people, were they murdered for being like anarchists against the state and against the church? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, where they paraded into a square and hung, right? Like imagine if a group of women had done this or people of color or something. Could you even imagine? That's a very good point. That's not what happened. Okay, right. so our boy, our boy, Adam, right? The leader of this whole thing just got banned from the city. He moved right. like 100 kilometers north. <laughs> right, a brutal punishment. And then there's, there's like a bunch of stories about like some of the higher ups in the Illuminati just getting like these very small jail sentences or then just like being released or did they even go to jail? Okay. It, it's very confusing. And there's also a theory that Weishaupt himself was the one that 
like gave the government the information so he would get caught because they became way more famous after they were caught and disbanded. Oh, so it was like a PR stunt. Yes. So this is why people are looking and going like, wait, this doesn't add up. Like this group, like why weren't they like punished more? Right. You can think what you want. I will give you my theory here as to why they weren't punished more. Okay. Part number one, they were rich white men. That's solid point. Okay. Point number two, I don't think that they had that much power and influence at the time. Right. So they weren't a huge threat. No, I think they were one of those things that like, I'm going to read you a few more quotes from our boy, like who created this, right? Like I'm going to read you a few more and you're going to go like, Oh, what was he doing? He he wasn't actually interested in doing anything. He was interested in like messing with people's heads. This is what I wanted to do, right? If there was a society that was actually threat or a group that was actually threatening to take down religion and government, they would have been, they would have faced far worse. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they were really a threat to anybody. I think And there's all this dispute as to how many members, but like most historians say like at the top of their game, they had about 800. Okay. That's not very many. No, you're not taking over the world with that. No. Here's the thing though. Our boy Weishaupt loved the idea of a secret society and he loved the idea of influencing people. Mm -hmm. And from everything I know about him, I think he was far more interested in the idea of the Illuminati and the idea of, of like him have being famous was the actual thing he cared about. He sounds like every cult leader we've discussed in our cult episodes. Like if you haven't heard those, go back and listen to them. We have two of them. They're, it's like every guy that just wants some attention, wants to mess with people, probably all narcissists, like <laughs> same old song and dance. Exactly. I want to read you just a couple more quotes from him to discuss. Okay. I think you'll find these interesting. Okay. The first one is, of all the means I know to lead men, the most effectual is a concealed mystery. The hankering of the mind is irresistible. He's not wrong there. He's saying you offer access to secrets is a way to manipulate people. That's what he is saying. Look at our world right now. So mother effing true. So if you are like, oh, there's a secret society and only certain people know and da, 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 da. You're seeing that right now. And you're seeing how scarily effective that is. Right. And there's this also this weird thing in our world, or I'm sort of going off topic, but like in our world, it's almost like there's a group of people that think that they're a part of that, that they want to become a part of that like hidden thing, like all the magas, all that stuff. Like they want to be a part of that hidden society. And then there's like another group that just thinks that the government is that and they don't trust it. But somehow both of those groups have aligned together. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's what that's what doesn't make sense to me. It's like why are they aligning together? I don't think you could set up my next quote any better than what you just said. So I'm going to read it and then we're going to discuss that quote. Great. <laughs> okay. Here's his here's another one of his quotes. We must win the common people in every corner. They will be obtained chiefly by means of the school, by open hearty behavior, condescension, 
popularity, and toleration of their prejudices, which we shall at leisure root out and dispel. Oh my God. He was an evil genius. I told you. He, on purpose, was laying groundwork for the idea of a secret society. And right now, you see that in cults everywhere. This exact thing, how they choose people, how they try to influence people. Absolutely. The part where they're like toleration of their prejudices. Yes. That hit me like, Ooh, that's, that is. That's where we are now. That's, that's exactly why we have this whole sort of mega QAnon subgroup is because people can be racist, awful people in them. Exactly. Okay. So we're going to get into some um, like modern conspiracies and stuff. And I want to tell you why there's a resurgence, you know, like what happened to make everyone start talking about the Illuminati again. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to just first say the Illuminati, in my opinion, died out back in this, in the late 1700s. Okay. The ideas that Weishaupt created laid the groundwork for someone to just pick it up. And I do wholeheartedly believe that lots of leaders of different cults right now, like Q, but even like religious cults and everything, right? Go back to our culty episode and listen, you'll hear those, some of those quotes that I just read, you'll see that they're, they're taking a page out of this guy's book. I think you can even see groups within this like sort of wellness culture, holistic community that some might like consider us a part of that there are groups in there that are doing the same exact thing. There are groups in here in our, in this world that believe in the Illuminati and talk about it and promote that kind of stuff. So I'm a firm believer in believing what you want and like allowing everyone to have their beliefs. But like we said in the culty episodes, once that starts to like hurt people or try to take away people's rights or brainwash, that's where we have a problem. And so right. I do have a problem with that. Do I have a problem with like people doing fun conspiracies about the Illuminati? No, I don't. I think no. I like to look at that too. It is fun. Right. But to do it without knowledge, to do it without any research of what it actually was, it bothers me. And it really gives me like, like the vibes of, of so many of the things we've dispelled so far, like where we did, no one did any research into what they were actually promoting. Right. Exactly. And you never know what you're getting into. Like, is this group that you're dealing with trying to convince you that you can be part of the Illuminati too, because you're so special? Or is this group trying to convince you that everything except us is the Illuminati? So you know, we're the only ones who can see through the facade. And so we have to like stay safe and like fight against it. Right. Like they're both, they're both isolating to people in, in the same way. Exactly. And I'm going to say this again, we're going to take a break in a minute and we're going to come back and talk about how it got into modern day culture and some of the myths. And I'm going to try to dispel them for you, but there is no greater idea for the patriarchy than to let everyone think there's a bunch of mysterious lizard people running everything because there is a group in charge of everything that's pulling all the strings. It's called the patriarchy that it's already there. So of course they're going to love that myth and let that be promoted. 
Right. Because now you're, <laughs> you're looking at that, that thing over there when it's really us that you should be afraid of, right? Like it's really the actual patriarchy that you should be afraid of. What's capitalism you should be afraid of. When it's white supremacy, you should be afraid of, but you're all looking on the other side of the stage at like, Beyonce and Jay-Z and worrying like what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's perfect. It's perfect. Right. And that's why it's here and still working. And I'll tell you why culturally it came back and what happened. It's weird. It involves Playboy. <laughs> what? Oh, God. <laughs> but I would just like to say that I didn't even get to the break yet. And Jamie already ranted about this topic. And that means she's interested. So I've kind of already won. <laughs> Fine, you win. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and celebrate my win, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me, and we will set it up for you. All right, Heather, it's season four. We're here for another season and we still have our favorite sponsor, Restoration Coffee. What coffee are you drinking these days, Jay? It goes back and forth between a Rachel and a Paige. I'm still drinking my Americanos. So if you want a fantastic cup of coffee to go with listening to the IGG or any other podcast that you might listen to, check out Restoration Coffee. You can go to their website. It's restoration-coffee.com. Check it out and tell them that the Intuitive Girl sent you. Yeah, can't go wrong. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right. So this week, Heather, this is not, this is not TikTok related content. Not, I mean, not yet. Maybe we should make a TikTok about it. (laughs) (laughs) But this is actually something that happened in my real life. And um, it's like a real sort of concrete way of showing something that you're always teaching people that I think that our people would love to hear us talk about and we've been sort of obsessively talking about it amongst ourselves. Yeah. And it also really illustrates to me how the universe actually works. Exactly. All right. So rather than talking around it, so what happened to me was that I got this nice little lesson from the universe (laughs) last week, which was at the time of recording was Halloween, you know, going into the holiday season, you've heard us talking about manifesting. You've heard us talking about like me putting my like photography season down for the year. And how do you let like an income source down and not know what's coming next? Things like that. So you're talking a lot about scarcity and like sort of look at that and transformation and yes. Right. And how do you, how do you actually manifest things into your life without like, because you can't use scarcity to manifest. Exactly. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we're always talking about allowing, you have to allow, you have to, you have to allow things to happen. And then the next step beyond that is you have to receive, right. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, I want to win $10 million and I want this dream house. And I want this like perfect soulmate. And what's going to happen to you <laughs> is that if you're paying attention, which I was this time, oftentimes I am not. Happens to all of us. 
happens to the best of us. <laughs> this time I realized I was unable, almost unable to accept a $3 headband from someone. <laughs> this is so important. Like if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, what the heck does that have to do with manifesting abundance? It has everything to do with it because I don't think you're alone here, Jay. I think especially women have so much trouble receiving and allowing things to come to them. Yeah. And I, th- I think the person that, that I had this interaction with who has no idea like what actually was happening, I think she's actually a listener of this podcast. So, hey, if you're listening. Like, what? <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for the life lesson. <laughs> but I didn't have any like, I didn't have any costume to wear when I went to my son's school for um, their trick or treat festivities. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about like, oh, I didn't get like a wig. I didn't get my witch's hat. Darn it. And then I walk up and I see this mom who I'm friends with and I said, oh, I love your, I love your headband. There was a little pumpkin on it. And she's like, oh, do you need one? And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, crap. Like I was just thinking in my head how I didn't have anything. I was like, I can feel you. I can feel when you tell the story, I can feel you clench. Like, you know, that feeling. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, um, yeah, actually I do. And she's like, oh, I just got this this headband at H&M in the checkout line. And I was like, are you sure? First of all, I'm making this huge deal of it. Like she's handing over like the crown jewels to me, right? (laughs) It wasn't lovely, but like, like it wasn't that, you know? And so I was like, yeah, I actually do. And she's like, and so I put it on. It's this headband. It says boo on it on the top, like this little ghost. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, it was $3. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh my God. It's not even the one off of her head. She no, it's a different one. one. She has she bought an extra one should someone need it. She just happened to see it in the checkout line at H&M, which by the way, it was the universe being like, pick up that headband so we can teach Jamie this lesson. <laughs> which she did. And so then I take it and I go into the into the school and I'm literally Heather like having this moment where I'm like I can't take this. Like I I have to return. Literally, it's ridiculous to say it out loud. Like me saying it out loud, it's crazy. But I literally was like, I can't take this. This is not like, I shouldn't take this from her. I'm going to go back and I'm going to hand it back to her. Yeah. And I think it's important to say, you're not just thinking that like, you're literally incredibly uncomfortable with the idea of someone gifting you this. Correct. Yeah. And then thankfully my intuition steps in is like, whoa, slow down right now. Slow down. So I, and then I have, and I literally have this, like, you know, me, I'm like Claire cognizant. So my intuition comes to me through thoughts, mm-hmm. right. And through like, just sort of downloads. And I'm like, and I literally had this thought, how are you ever going to manifest anything if you can't take this $3 headband? And I was like, shit, shit. <laughs> had this like complete epiphany aha moment in like the lobby of my son's school. Like, oh, this is what they mean when you have to be willing to receive. Yes, because, and I just want to like let the story finish. You kept the headband. I did. I did. I was like, you're going to take this. I went back out and I had it on and I was like, thank you so much, Pia. It's so cute. You know, and then we just said her name. I'm sure she doesn't mind. Thank you so much. Like, and that was it. I, I did it. I, I jumped into it. I embraced it. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's just also say that Pia is clearly an intuitive person because the universe uses people who are, who are intuitive and paying attention. Right. So like very intuitive. Yes. Well done Pia. Right. Also the, I think there's this idea that you have to, 
in order to manifest something big or whatever, that you have to be fully okay with it. Like you have to be so comfortable with it. But what's actually true is that you have a moment like you had, Jamie, whether it's about a $3 headband or winning the lottery or buying a house or whatever the thing, it doesn't matter. But that you notice that there's something going on and you push through it and do it anyway with the discomfort present. It's not like you overcame that. And even now, as you tell the story, are perfectly comfortable owning this headband. No, it's that you pushed through it and saw the message and did it anyways because you knew the meaning of that. That's what it is. It's not, oh my gosh, you didn't meditate for four hours yesterday. There's no way you're going to manifest that. It's right. even when shit's uncomfortable, I see the lesson, I clock it, and I push myself through it. That's what it is. That's exactly. And it's not the universe like tricking you or testing you. It's just like, hey, can you take this little thing? Because then once you can take that, you can take more. And then you can take more. And then you can take more. And then you're at like the $7 million brownstone, right? Exactly. It's it's an opportunity being handed to you to point out to you why something's in the way. I feel like one of the most popular things people ask us is like, or, or tell us is like, well, I was trying to manifest. And then this tough thing showed up in my life, right? Like I was trying to manifest an extra $5,000 a month. And then, you know, my car had to go in and get, you know, $5,000 of work. So clearly the universe hates me and I can't do it. And, you know, like you and I hear that and we're like, Oh, but that was, that was it. Like that's that was the moment. That was the first. Yeah. It's, it's trying to tell you like, Hey, the universe isn't this thing that like decides if you're a good enough person to get stuff. The universe is responding going like, here's why it's, here's what you're doing. That's blocking it from coming to you. So here's an opportunity to see it and then operate differently because the more, once you operate differently, even if it's a $3 headband, you receive it and you work through it, then you start to get more stuff and you have to keep working through it. But that's how it works. It's not some like, you know, judgy McJudgington, like judge Judy's not sitting there being like, "Mm, Jamie, I don't know if you deserve that $3 headband. So like, that's not what's happening. Exactly. And if in the way we always talk about, like, this is all just energy mm-hmm. or just matching it. So the energy of accepting the $3 headband is actually exactly the same energy of accepting your dream job or getting the, the winning lottery ticket or whatever it is you're talking about. Like, it's all the same exact, exact energy. It's just, can you accept it? Can you match it? Can you match the thing that you want? Yes. And can you feel fear and discomfort and ego bring up something to you? And can you do it anyways? Exactly. And I did. You did. You did. Because it wasn't that, you know, you don't feel like you deserve a $3 headband. That's not what the problem is here. The problem is that there's this idea that if somebody gives you something that you're like not worthy of it because you haven't done something bigger for them or that now you're suddenly indebted to them or that they're going to walk away being like, well, I didn't actually want her to take it. I was just offering it to be nice. Right. You can right. hear the fraud, the rejection, the abandonment in that. Right. It's exactly. just bringing that stuff to the surface. So it's just about clocking it like, like Jamie did here and pushing through it and then talking about it. You know, I got to Marco Polo immediately about it. Yeah, I was like, wait, I was like, wait till Heather hears this. I took a headband. Yeah. So I think everyone should look for their spooky headband, whatever exactly. it is this week, look for your spooky headband and it's okay. You don't have to get to the point where you're not scared or you're not uncomfortable or you're not feeling unworthy. You don't, 
You just have to get to the point where you push a little further, where you clock it, where you're aware of it. And you go, I don't, this is a ridiculous story because I bet you anything, we're going to get a message from Pia that was like, it made me so happy to be able to give Jamie the spooky headband. Oh, I know. I know it made her feel that way. That's exactly who she is as a person. I know she felt that way. See? So it's, it's about looking at that and moving right. through it anyways. So, right. So like, accept the compliment, accept the headband, accept, accept the help from someone, you know, like if you feel yourself resisting something coming into you, see if you can sit with it for a second. Exactly. Right. Whatever your spooky headband is work on accepting it. Yep. Love to hear your own spooky headband stories. I'm telling you, just hearing us talk about this, it's going to happen to you. Exactly. It's not going to be a headband, most likely. It's going to be something. And you're right. going to all of a sudden be like, oh my God, I'm having a spooky headband moment. Right. So, like someone's going to try to buy you a coffee and you're going to be like, no, I got it. No, no, no big deal. Take the coffee. Take the coffee and work through your shit after. Right, exactly. <laughs> just say thank you and then work on your own shit. Exactly. Okay, let's now look at how did this weird secret society from the late 1700s <laughs> infiltrate back into quote unquote modern day culture? How is it now ruining our lives? <laughs> right. How is it making Jamie uncomfortable every time someone? <laughs> Seriously. Okay. First of all, when people are referring to the Illuminati now, I think it's important to say that they're actually not referring to the secret society. There, it's like a blanket statement. For basically anyone trying to take over the world, it's usually like the elite taking over. Exactly. It's that new world order idea. Yeah, I was going, uh, that's the word I was going to use was that sort of like elitism. Exactly. Exactly. So it's morphed into this. Yeah. Here's why. In 1975, there was a trilogy of books published called The Illuminatus. Okay. They were published by Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea. Okay. Robert Anton Wilson was a editor at Playboy. I told you Playboy had something to do with it. Oh, okay. All right. They wanted to spread chaos. Now, there was this idea in the 70s. I I was going to like talk more about it, but honestly would take too long. So I'm just going to say, look into it if you want. But there was this big movement in the 70s to cause chaos. It was a whole thing. You can go look at it. it. Basically as a form of anarchy. Think of like the hippie stuff, like... Yeah, the hippie stuff was like fading out and it was kind of moving into like, let's create chaos kind of a thing. This was happening around this time. Great. So this is part of that. What they did was say, let's create chaos by spreading misinformation and fear about this ancient group called the Illuminati. Oh, okay. They found Vice Hop's quotes and his there he you know he published things about like how to have a secret society like they found things like this and this movement was using it and so were these guys now in the books they actually used one of vice hops like methods which was take something that's a little has a little bit of truth and then create a little bit of conspiracy mystery, like add in misinformation to it. And as long as there's that little kernel, people will believe it. Uh, exactly. Which we're still seeing. And they base their books off of this. Wow. They wanted to create buzz about this, these books. It started as one and turned into a trilogy. So about their book, the first one. So what they did was they created all these letters Okay, so imagine now it would be social media posts, but at the time it's like letters being written to magazines. Okay, okay. For imaginary readers, it was just them, and they oh, 
published them in all these different publications discussing their book and if the Illuminati was real and if the concepts in the book were real or not. And they published from both angles to create a ton of buzz around it. And one of the places they published in was Playboy. Sort of like a master marketing scheme, right? Like very successful. Very successful. Wow. Now there's a bunch of conspiracies throughout these books, but there's two that I have to bring up because one is hilarious and the other is very, it's almost creepy how tied into what's going on now it is. Okay. Okay. The first one that I find funny is the idea that Weishaupt actually assassinated George Washington and assumed his identity and ran the United States. What? (laughs) I mean, that's not very far off from what I was saying was happening with all that JFK stuff, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, God. Well, the other one, Jay, was that it was the Illuminati who shot JFK. (laughs) You just made the best noise. I hope that was audible. Oh, God. What? Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's so, it's like, oh, humans, we are so vulnerable, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, this series of books was about the Illuminati, but only took little pieces of what the actual Illuminati was and created all kinds of controversy around the Illuminati, saying, uh-huh. like, they never died off. They shot JFK. Weishaupt became George Washington and actually ran the United States. Okay, so, like... All of this stuff comes from there. And we're gonna get into we're gonna get into more of these because they're fascinating. But I just want to say before we get to them, let's entertain for a minute that the Illuminati did in fact live on and did in fact take over. None of their original concepts are at play. There is not, there's still religion. That hasn't been wiped out. There's not one government. We're not in a utopia. I mean, they basically wanted like a communistic society. We don't live in that. Well, I was going to say, I mean, that's an that's an excellent, excellent point. I mean, if anything, it's worse now. Religion trying to sort of take over, infringe upon the government, you know, align with the government. That's worse now. Yeah. You know, in the book, too, they they say like the Rothschilds, you know, that like yeah. rich family mm-hmm. were actually the founders of it. Right. So there's all that's where the elite come in. And yes. Back in the day, there, these were well-off men who started creating the Illuminati, but this wasn't like the richest of rich or like super powerful people. Remember, they were disbanded pretty easily. I mean, I do think that it is all rich white men that are controlling things. That, that is the patriarchy, but I don't think they really have to hide. No. So the idea of the Illuminati, like we said before, being like this weird conspiracy creepy thing I think the patriarchy probably loves that. It's a great distraction. I think they probably promote it, to be honest. I was just going to say, they're like the man behind the curtain. They're like Oz. Mm -hmm. Yuck, 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 yuck. (laughs) Let's look at some of the conspiracies you hear about now. Okay. There are oftentimes bad guys in movies or even video games. I know our kids, remember when we started hearing our kids say Illuminati and we're like, what the heck? Yeah. Yes, exactly. But they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. It's just like some cool thing to say. Was it like Minecraft or something that it was in or something and they were talking about? I don't remember which game, but it was one of those. It was Fortnite. Fortnite, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Also in like Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. I don't know if you remember those. Angelina Jolie played Lara Croft. The bad guys in that were the Illuminati. Okay. 
All right. They were the Illuminati version from the books, not the real Illuminati. Right. Like as a culture, they've sort of just become this, I don't know, like weird group, catch-all group. They can just be be bad guys. They're a secret bad guy society running everything, but really just the patriarchy. And they're not that secret. We could list their names if you wanted. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Okay. Let me tell you some of the things that get credited in modern day society from being Illuminati. Okay. I would like your reaction to each one, please. Okay. The first, they're using chemtrails to control everyone. Oh, no. <laughs> so this is like where there's crossover in all these groups. There, I know people who really believe about chemtrails that really think that it's like poison or whatever's happening. Yeah. It's not doing a very good job controlling us if that well, is what it's right. Doing. Exactly. Right. 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 I mean, whatever. Like, are we going to talk about this, like, psychology of it? Because the humans want the conspiracy more than they want to actually look at, is this plausible and has it been effective? Yeah, let's talk about that. Because what we're actually fighting against is something way scarier. Right. Is something that is, like, if you actually want to look, and let's just say in the United States for a minute. Okay. Buckle up, everyone. You thought we we're talking about chemtrails. I'm about to get real serious on your ass. Okay? okay. Yeah. If you go, what's what's systematically wrong here? Like, how do we fix this? If you actually see the answer and see that it was built on a lot of shitty things, that the whole system really does need to be redone. I don't mean that in the Illuminati way. I mean it in oh. like, take the structure that is designed to hurt people and change it. Like you have to change it there to really go like all the things I learned about the origin of my country and the heroes in my country have now been rocked because the reality is, is that a lot of those people were not heroic. And a lot of those people wanted to keep things in place that hurt people to keep people down and other people up. And so it's way more fun to say, it's a secret society. It's, it's the Illuminati. It's this, you don't know they're in control. That's kind of an easier pill to swallow in my opinion than to look at what's really wrong and how hard it's going to be to undo it. It's way easier. It's way easier to think that there's a secret society that you can't see, you can't find, and you can't fight against than to look at this country and say, not only is it, it's not that these structures aren't working, it's that they're working exactly as they were intended. And I am a part of the problem. Yes. Right. Like for most people, like for white people, mostly for white women, we are part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So when you see these groups of people now, like jumping on board about JFK Jr. being vice president of the United States, it's because that's way easier than actually looking at your own shit and, and trying to fix your stuff and the stuff of your country. Yeah. And there's, there's this emotional component to it that, you know, people feel so disconnected from each other. And so human beings forget how important feeling included and feeling a part of something. And that like, that's so crucial to our survival and to our being that it's, if there's this group telling you things that are like kind of crazy, but like, off to the side and you could be a part of it. It's really easy to get sucked up into that easier than any of us would like to admit because you could feel like a part of something. So there's, there's that element too, where if you don't think that the people they're going after, like the sort of like 
I say this as a misfit of society, they're going after the misfits of society who right. don't feel heard and included. And they're doing the thing that Vice Hawk told them to do. They're right. saying, I'll give you secrets and I'll allow your prejudices until I don't need them anymore. That's exactly what they're doing. They're going after right. the, the common man in every corner. They're following this because it works because human beings need it so bad. Right. And they're so susceptible. So like the idea that the streaks you see in the sky are poison or mind control or whatever you want to think it is. It's easier to think that than it is to like really look at what needs to be done in your own life. Yeah. You can shout that it's, it's the Illuminati making chemtrails that are making us all sick. Right. Or you could try to take on big pharma and the ridiculousness that is nutrition in the world and our country. Like which one is easier to deal with? (laughs) Well, it's easier to feel like you're a victim to some hidden hidden group of people that are out to get you. Yeah, instead of going like, what role do I play in this problem? Right, exactly. Right, okay. Side note, but a very important one. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing, um, I like this one a lot because if you are the age that Jamie and I are, like if you were born in the late 70s, early 80s, you know this conspiracy. And the fact that it's part of the Illuminati is hilarious to me. Oh, God. It's the Disney movies where they have like these weird little things like how remember in Lion King when Simba like flops down like there's these seeds and dirt say sex in like a cloud and on the Little Mermaid cover artwork there's a penis a golden penis in the castle. What there is? We don't know about that one. I want to see the golden penis. All right, I'll send it to you later. Oh my god! I don't know about this. Okay, so this is a whole conspiracy that Jamie somehow missed. That there's all these little things in Disney movies that are inappropriate. Like Easter eggs, but like inappropriate Easter eggs. Yes. And what we actually know, the the real reason, if you are like me and you always needed to be like, wait, a conspiracy, let me get to the bottom of this. That's who I am as a person, everyone. So even little me, I remember... I remember asking teachers about this and being annoyed that they didn't have the answers. Cause remember when you were a kid, there was no internet and you like had to ask people you thought yes. were smart things. You had to like go yes. to the library. Do you remember these like dark ages that we used to live in? We used to have an actual like set of encyclopedia Britannicas, which were <laughs> even in the early eighties were already old and they certainly didn't have all the information I wanted things answered about. No, and no one had the complete set of all the letters. So you had no. to like hope you had the right ones. Yeah, we were missing like M and P or something. <laughs> right. It was a different time, guys. And you also had to go to the video store to rent the Disney movie to check it out and try to pause it in the right place. There wasn't on YouTube before you waiting. That's true. That's true. It was a whole thing. Early, I didn't know that this would come in handy someday, my need to do this kind of thing in a podcast. But here we are. <laughs> right, exactly. So anyways, there's all these little things. And we know to be true is that for their own entertainment and out of their own boredom of having to do all of this art stuff, the animators snuck these things in. Right. Just to be silly or juvenile or whatever. But there are people, there's groups of them. You can find now YouTube videos of them protesting Disney saying the Illuminati is trying to convince people um, that sex is okay. (gasps) No, not sex being okay. This is where this stuff all takes a turn. And most of the rest of these have to go in this category where suddenly the Illuminati is pushing 
um, for these pagan ideals and like to worship the devil and that sex is okay. And, you know, if you support the LGBTQ community, you must be evil. Like now there's a turn where the Illuminati is actually devil worshipers and they go, well, the first day it was founded. Remember what I told you? It was Beltane, which is all of, it's the fertility Sabbath, right? This is where it goes off the fricking rails, Jay. So this is like the sort of evangelical branch of, this is the evangelical era of using the Illuminati, but to like push these really extremist ideas. You can find people. I'm not going to say their names because I have such a deep hatred for them that I'm not going to promote them. But I will say Google, there are people who have devoted their careers. I'm only going to tell you about one of them at the end here to pushing this idea they're all far-right conspiracy people that it's the illuminati pushing people into thinking that you know sex is okay desire is okay that you can you know you don't have to have a hetero relationship that you should worship the devil greed like it's crazy go find them they exist and they're they still are out there like some of these people still have like talk shows and podcasts themselves well, and it's also like those really big extreme ideas that not everyone's going to glom onto, but little seeds of that are going to trickle down through different groups and different communities, and they're all going to latch on in different places. So then you have all this evangelical, fundamentalist, super, super extremist ideology being passed around this country without even people realizing they're being sort of groomed for really extreme religion. Exactly. Okay. Listen to who they think are Illuminati. Are you ready? Probably not. Okay. The biggest one, the most popular one is Beyonce and Jay-Z. I know a lot of people are going to defend Beyonce here, but don't talk about Jay-Z like that. (laughs) Jeez. He's better than that. So here's why they think that. They do the triangle symbol with their hands, both Jay-Z and Beyonce. And so people are like, they're flashing the Illuminati sign. Now, if you remember, I told you it was actually never a triangle. That's the eye of Horus. We're getting confused. Oh my God. This isn't just going like, oh, it's, it's evil. That's not evil. It's Egyptian freaking culture. I don't like that. Right. (laughs) Okay. So they're confusing. And what they're actually doing, the reason that Jay-Z especially, but Beyonce does it too. The reason they flash that is that they're creating a diamond with their hands because that is a symbol for Rockefeller Records. Which I was going to say, that's the Rockefeller sign. Everyone knows that. Apparently not everyone knows that because every time they flash it, there's this whole media shitstorm. I see BuzzFeed articles and all kinds of things being like they flashed the Illuminati sign again. And what's really underneath that is that like, how dare two black people How dare they be rich, popular, philanthropic? Yeah. How dare they be successful? How dare they? And unapologetic for their success. Exactly. And that's what people don't like. And so all of a sudden, it has to be the Illuminati because God forbid that they be able to pull off what like white people have been doing forever. Exactly. Exactly. Or despite what white people have been doing forever, I should say. Despite, yeah, right. Despite it, right? Like they've overcome all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Katy Perry gets this a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she had a video for her song called Dark Horse. Do you know that song? Yes. Yes. 
the whole video is Egyptian theme. And throughout yes, it, is. the eye of Horus appears. Oh. And she covers one eye with the eye of Horus. So, oh. okay. So they're saying that that is a nod to the Illuminati. Which is also also interesting because she came from a very fundamentalist, extremely religious background. Exactly. Now, this is interesting to me. And I want to say, I remember when the Dark Horse video came out, there was a little bit of controversy about her, like she dresses in Egyptian wear and like, like you know, right. all of the culture is there. And I do think that I've watched the video. I rewatched it before the podcast. Um, I do think it's meant as like a nod, like she's playing a character. I, it didn't come off that way, but I'm not Egyptian. So it's not really for me to say. So right. I remember being surprised that the controversy was not that. Right. But it right. was that she was a member of the Illuminati when she right. was using Egyptian. This is a, this is not Illuminati. That's the Egyptian eye of Horus. And the whole entire video is all Egyptian stuff. Yeah. You missed the part where you're supposed to be mad about her appropriating. Yeah. It, it's just it's, it's, way too far over it. Exactly. Now also Katy Perry likes, likes to use occult stuff. Like she likes to bring that stuff into her videos and all that. So she's been accused of like witchcraft and Illuminati like forever. And honestly, I think she freaking loves it and plays with it. So I think that's why it continues to swirl around her. I think she's actually smart about it. We'll right. talk about Rihanna in a minute, but also does that really, really well. Like, okay, you're going to accuse me of that. Watch this. I'll right. the buzz around. Okay. Justin Bieber. Oh, really? There are so many weird ones. This one and the Miley Cyrus one are the weirdest, but the, it started because Justin Bieber has an owl tattoo. Oh, doesn't everybody? <laughs> I almost got an owl tattoo. <laughs> like so common. I, I guess that, that probably helps their theory, right? That we're all, it's like growing and taking over. You didn't even realize it, Jay. You're probably indoctrinated. Exactly, exactly. So remember, that was their first symbol was the owl because it was wisdom, right? Right. Wisdom. So he has an owl tattoo. Um, and so there's a theory that both him and Miley Cyrus, um, that both of them actually died. And Miley and Justin are clones created by the Illuminati. The ones that we see now, they're different people. No, that's Avril Lavigne. <laughs> that's the theory about Avril Lavigne is that she's a different person. Exactly. And there's there's a thing with Britney Spears too here, but here's- And George Washington. What's this? What is this theme? <laughs> here's, I got to tell you just real quick why people glom onto this and why in our culture- we have all these weird conspiracies that somebody died and was replaced by a robot or the Illuminati or a clone or, or a different person with, with Avril Lavigne. It's like one of her backup singers or something. Melissa became her. Yeah. yeah. Here's why people glom onto this. You guys, I, I also am always like, what, what's this about? I'm going to read it. Like, I'm not judging you if you're doing this, but no, I, I'm just I, saying, here's why. I want to know why though. Why? Okay. There's a thing that happens to, to people's energy, right, through their life, happens to everyone, where you transform, you change your energy. The energy of who you were, Jay, five years ago, 10 years ago, one year ago, whatever. Let's say, let's say five years ago is vastly different from the energy you have now. Oh, boy, is it different. <laughs> it's very, personally, it's very different. Now, for most of us, as we go through life, all these different things, good and bad, happen and shape us and change us. And if we do work on ourselves, then we sort of slowly evolve energetically and change, right? Right. There are some instances with people where they go through something traumatic 
And their energy changes so fast and not gradually that it throws people. And people also don't like that. Like fandoms, people don't like when their favorite person changes in the slightest bit. Exactly. So not even thinking of celebrities. I bet you can think of someone in your life that you didn't see for a year or two. And then you saw them again and you were like, this is a completely different person. Like something dramatic happened because it's almost like a full personality shift. Yep. Okay. We all know that. Now, take into account celebrity for a minute. Take into account someone like Avril Lavigne, just for a moment, because she's a perfect, perfect one. And I'll get, I'll go to Miley and Justin too. Avril had a very crafted image that she had to create. Okay. Very young. Yeah. And I hate to be like that person. Maybe Avril was into Skater Boys, and that was her look, and that was her. But like, if you think that that these pop stars aren't given a persona that's going to be popular and put out and have, they have to act like that all the time. And that's not necessarily who they are. Like, so you're seeing Avril, how old was she when she came out? She was a teenager. I know that. Oh, definitely in her 16, 17, probably. Then she goes on, she gets married and divorced twice. And then kind of comes back is older And everyone's like, this is a different person. You're damn right. It's a different person. I mean, it's the same person, but she's gone through life and she doesn't want to play the role anymore that she had to play before. She changed. Congratulations. And we're all all supposed to change. And you know what? Maybe she changed faster than you were comfortable with, but that's, that's up to her. Think about it. It's also sort of that like infantilization of women that we want to keep them like really young and like perfect and gross, like that gross sort of fetishization of women. It kind of reminds me of when people are like, wait, you don't, you don't do what you went to college for 10 right. years later. It's like, well, I'm right. not that person anymore. Like, that's right. not weird. That's fine. You know? Exactly. Right. And then if you look at both Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber, you will see the same thing. A crafted image. Both oh, yeah. Them sweet, innocent. Like yeah. Young, young. Young and controlled and told how to be and then tried and then broke out of that and became, tried to be free and become wildly different and went through some dark times. And then people are like, well, this is a completely different person. They must've been replaced or whatever. No, it's, it's what you're just seeing a dramatized version of what happens all the time in life because right. what you saw, you thought you knew who Miley Cyrus was. You did not know. I don't care right. if you were a big Hannah Montana fan. That is her acting and being right. told how to how to be. Right, exactly. And so then they're both like having these really dark, sort of dark nights of the soul to figure out who they really are. Yes, exactly. Okay, we know I love Britney Spears deeply. I have many thoughts on yeah. Britney Spears. I have said some yeah. of them. I have many more to share. But yeah. there is there was rumor when Britney went through her hard time and she shaved her head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Britney yeah. had a very unfortunately public mental breakdown. Yep. Needs to be more normalized. Stop making fun of her. Those Halloween costumes aren't funny. I hate, I hate to break it to be. Oh, Don't yes. do that. We're done with that. Next. Girlfriend went through some shit. And, you know, the same people who are like, we need to normalize mental health. I see them do shit like dressing as Britney in crisis. And I'm like, that's no, 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 no. You're that's not it. It's not funny. No. Right. So there was this whole thing that she was brainwashed from the Illuminati. That's how she became famous in the beginning. And then the head shaving incident was her starting to deprogram from their um, brainwashing and starting to try to take control back and then them snatching her back and putting her back out into the world. 
Uh, no, that was her dad, Jamie Spears, <laughs> who did that. Like, that was not the Illuminati. That was her abusive father. Yeah. I have made Jamie watch all of the documentaries on Britney Spears and what actually happened. If you would like to look into it, I highly, I highly recommend it. I am now informed about <laughs> the situation and that is not the Illuminati. That's a woman who is literally being abused. And the systems of the patriarchy are helping her or we're helping her to stay in basic captivity, basically. Yeah. Le- legally held captive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And she'll move on from my girl, Brittany. Which again, but that's again, your point that like, we don't actually need the Illuminati. Like we have capitalism. We have the criminal justice system that that's already doing that work. Exactly. That's your actual conspiracy theory. Spoiler. Right. Right. Uh, Lady Gaga gets it all the time. One, because she supports LGBTQ rights and the other, because she likes to do this thing where she blocks her eye and does like a, the circle, the the okay symbol across her eye. Oh yeah, yep. Um, the blocking of one eye is a fashion thing. So if I did look into it, if you want to look into it, you can. But you can find evidence of it forever. It's like a photography, fashion, artsy thing that has yep. been being done for a bazillion years. Honestly, people just don't like that she's very out, a very outspoken woman and who speaks up for you know marginalized communities. That's, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's Illuminati. But then no. there's this whole thing, too, where they're like, well, she's not denying it. It's like, well, what is she supposed to deny? Right, exactly. So Rihanna gets the same thing. And Rihanna actually, or I guess Rihanna is the right way to say it. I think I've said her name wrong forever. I'm sorry. I think we all have. And it, it is Rihanna. If you listen to her say it, she calls herself Rihanna. Yeah. So Rihanna, I'm very sorry that I pronounce your name wrong all the time. But... She, in one of her music videos, it flashes, um, the S&M video, actually, it flashes a headline, Rihanna is the princess of the Illuminati. And when asked about it, she was like, it's just a, a ridiculous thing people say, and why not play with it? Exactly. And now you're talking about my new music video, I win. Yeah, all you people who are already against her, right? Because they right. think she's too sexually free or whatever bullshit right. they say about right. her, Right. They're now talking about her video and making everyone go watch it because it flashes that for one second. If you don't think that's brilliant marketing, you're, you're, you're the Illuminati. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Kanye West. Okay. (laughs) I like, I wish you could see the face because Jamie was like, okay, I'll consider that he actually might be Illuminati. Well, no, I mean, he's, I mean, actually as much as. I feel like he he almost is like Britney Spears. Like he's someone who's mentally ill and and is being exploited. Agreed. Agreed. So I would I can't wait to tell you why people think it's him. Oh god. So the story is that remember that MTV awards moment where he took the mic from Taylor Swift and said Beyonce should have won? I will never forget that moment. I will never forgive him. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Okay. They say that was actually an Illuminati initiation shaming ritual for Taylor. Oh, like he had to like get in with Jay-Z and Beyonce. And so he had to do something wild. No, he, Taylor Swift was trying to join. And so because Kanye's already a member, he had to shame her publicly as an initiation to bring her in. No, that's not true. (laughs) I refuse to believe that story. It's so silly. This is a unwell man who did something really rude and do not excuse his behavior by calling it, calling it a ritual. No, exactly. No, we stand Taylor Swift. I have to tell you about one 
controversial person who talks about the Illuminati a lot because he is responsible for the idea that they're like reptile people. Have you heard this one? Yeah. Yes. I've heard it sort of like vaguely in the periphery and it's the weirdest shit ever. (laughs) It's even weirder than you think probably. Right. Okay. His name is David Ike. I'm going to call him David Ick because it's spelled I-C-K-E and I don't like him. So I'm going to say he's coming after us now. We're probably on some list now. I won't be surprised in whatever. <laughs> we'll just use the controversy to promote ourselves. Like, like Rihanna. Rihanna taught us. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He is really responsible for the whole reptilian idea. Okay. And it was because he was, he got the idea from a TV show. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Oh, God. Okay. He, just to give you a little background, he sells out tours that he goes on to talk about this stuff and sells millions and millions of copies about books about it. You're kidding. So if you're thinking I'm just talking about someone that doesn't matter, it's not true. Okay. Ick is right. Ick is right. He was briefly a professional football player. Okay. And then... In 1991, he went on a talk show wearing a turquoise tracksuit. Now, think of the 90s. It was like the swishy material. I just want to add that. Yes, that was what I was seeing. I need you to have this visual. Okay. On it, he claimed to be the son of God. Cool. He dressed up for the occasion. (laughs) He wore his swishy swishy suit to tell everyone. For his big reveal. That makes sense. Right. So that's where he started. Now he says that there are shape-shifting lizard men that control society. He was also one of the first people to promote the idea that the coronavirus was a hoax. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks. Ick, I told you. Totally ick. Okay. So before he pronounces himself son of God in his turquoise swishy suit, he, that was not a sentence I thought I would ever say, by the way. <laughs> I was watching you say it with like complete ease. <laughs> there was a show that he had watched. It, it was a show from the 80s called V, just the letter V. Okay. And the whole entire premise of the show, he has completely ripped off and just changed a few details. So I'm going to tell you the premise of the show. What? Jeez. Okay. So it's basically aliens arrive on earth and they look just like us. Okay. And they're, they appear to be wanting to help us by giving us like this advanced technology that we don't have yet. Uh But all of the sudden we realize that they're just wearing disguises and they're really lizard alien people. They look like lizards when you peel off their skin and they're here to enslave us. Cool. 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 Premise of an eighties TV show called V. Well, I mean, it sounds perfect for the eighties. <laughs> so eighties. I don't even think it was very popular to be honest. No, I hadn't heard of it <laughs> and we did live through the eighties. So I, I would have heard about it, but I watched a ton of TV in the eighties and I never Same. saw it. Same. Okay. Basically, he took that and mixed it with the idea of Illuminati. He he sort of plays with the alien thing. Sometimes they're aliens. Sometimes they're lizards. He kind of goes back and forth. All kinds of weird, like royal family has like lizard reptilian blood. Like he goes, oh, all oh. of that is him. Okay. Gotcha. I've heard that. Yes. Okay. So he promotes this idea and like is still actively out there. People are buying his books and doing this stuff saying that, you know, a lot of these people are Illuminati, meaning lizard people here to enslave us, not 1776 
humans that were trying to overthrow the government and stop religion. So why don't they get to the point? Like, what? Like we're not actually enslaved yet. I mean, I don't think that if it was like an alien race of lizards or whatever, like, I don't think they'd be slow about it. <laughs> you know, like they would just like, this is, I, I think what I've taken the most from this episode, Heather, is you saying like, but they're not doing a good job of it. Right? <laughs> they suck. Your your plan sucks, dude. Go back to the whatever like alien planet you're from. It's not working like that. But I know that you can't actually say that to someone who believes in a conspiracy theory like that. It, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Trying to rationalize with someone that like the enslavement of humanity isn't happening fast enough. Right. Right. If they if they are these like super smart, you know, controlling everything people what exactly are their ideals and what are they after? Because no one can really tell us that either. Because if you are saying it's the original Illuminati who survived, why did they change what they wanted to do? Right, exactly. Weishaupt himself admitted that he was trying to control people. Like, what? Which pick a story. <laughs> which one are we going with? And what I think happens is that basically anytime there's a conspiracy theory, someone just adds the term Illuminati to give it like, a little bit more, I guess, legs to like go out into the world. It sounds a little crazier and it covers so many different groups and conspiracies that like it makes it more popular. And there is something about humanity where, you know, I'm sure there are probably hundreds of thousands of videos on YouTube that you could look up about Illuminati, like codes or hidden symbolism. And I think when you watch things like that, it's like compelling, you know, Mm. Like, you know, you're like, oh my God, I never noticed that symbol in that. Or, oh, I never saw this person doing that. Oh, wow. And I think humans are really susceptible to that sort of whatever that brainwashing, I guess, is what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I have a theory about that. I'll share with you if you'd like to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. I think that we inherently know that as human beings, that we're being tricked and robbed of what our life really is. We know that like intuition is good. We know that that's part of who we are. We see through the the control of religion and government and the fear tactics. We we know, right? right? Even if it's just on a subconscious level. So the idea that there's like secret things trying to take it down or this this inherent mystery or unexplained thing or whatever really appeals to us because we we always we can't always understand what what we know and what feels missing and what feels wrong. So when right. someone goes, let me explain it for you, we right. go, oh okay. But then you get stuck in the spin of it because nothing ever comes from those conspiracies, right? So you're always stuck in this place of feeling like a victim. Right. This is this is what I always say when people are like I don't know if I should do this, if this is right, or like this group or whatever. How do you know? I always say like, what are you fighting for? Right. What are you fighting against? What are you right. changing? What's happening? Right. And so fighting the Illuminati will do what? Uh, stop the reptilian beasts from enslaving us. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So how are you doing that? By making right. a YouTube video saying that exactly. Queen Elizabeth is actually a lizard in disguise? Like weird. And if you could choose any disguise, would you actually choose that? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, just ask a few yes. questions if it unravels. No. Right. And then my other thing is, is this, I have more than I have, I have a couple things, but let me just say this part. Okay. <laughs> I have this thing to promise like one more thing, but then I just keep saying one more thing. <laughs> if there was 
let's say there was an, a secret society Illuminati. Do you think they would be flashing symbols in their music videos to tell you that that's who they are? Right, exactly. Do you no, they would not. That the the artists, Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, even Jay Z and Beyonce. Do you actually think they control the inter- entertainment industry? Because they don't. They are being controlled by people with far more power than them that run the music industry and the entertainment industry. So to kind of point at the celebrities who are openly like, oh, Kesha had triangles in her music video. Oh, yeah, because she'd probably want you to know she was a member of the Secret Society. Like, it doesn't right. make sense. It doesn't. None of it makes sense if you actually stop and think about it. And if, but you have to be able to stop that, like the ego loop that your mind is doing of telling you that you're the victim. Everyone's out to get you and like constantly making excuses about, but, 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 but this, 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 you know what I mean? Like it, like it's so hard when you're so disconnected from your own intuition to yeah, see that. Exactly. And here's my other thing. The reason why this shit works is because mm-hmm. people don't do any research on their own. Correct. If you are going to say there is Illuminati, I'm going to say, okay, tell me why you think that. And if you just give me a bunch of bullshit about reptiles, like if you don't give me anything, it's so, right. like, it, it reminds me of the TikToks that we send each other that you see, like the videos of people interviewing people at like MAGA rallies and Q things. And they're being asked about stuff that they're saying, like, I saw one the other day that was someone was like, can't teach critical race theory. And so then the person asked them a question about what critical race theory was, and they didn't know. Exactly. Well, right. You can't, you can't die on a hill you don't understand. Exactly. Well, I was just going to say, like, that's really where we are as a country is this like massive spread of misinformation, purposeful spread of misinformation to keep people really confused really polarized, but like really, really wildly misinformed. Yeah. And I think if we're not careful, we're going to see a lot more dangerous cults coming. Agreed. I mean, I think that they're already on the rise. I think that like the seeds of, for that have already been planted. I agree. And I think you got to be careful. And I think you also have to use common sense and good judgment and intuition because they all go together, by the way, Yes, when you're, when you're dealing with that. You know what I mean? Like you can't just go like, no, you're wrong. I'm right. And like get into these arguments of ideals. You have to go like, what, what are they actually trying to get from you? (laughs) Like what, what's the motivation of of all of these people and look into it. I have, I have been sucked into things that afterwards I was like, Oh, I don't get the best feeling. And my intuition yelled at me along the way. And I was like, it's probably fine. We've all been there. Right. But it's just going like, let me actually look at stuff and not just look at one sided stuff. Let me look at, let me look at what other people think. The amount of videos I watched of people, again, I'm sure the FBI has flagged me by now for podcast research videos, but like of people who say the Illuminati is real and like actually listening to them, because how can I present this if I don't actually understand what the other side thinks? That would be unfair. Right. Agreed. It would be unfair. Our motivation behind the podcast is for you to think for yourself and use your intuition. If you disagree, totally fine. But all we're saying is like, just look into it a little further. Same that we say if you're going to, you know, practice some sort of holistic or intuitive or energy medicine or whatever, look into it. Right. And what we always say, if you're if you're new to this episode because of the title, because of the Illuminati title, what we're always saying is that you should always be acting with integrity. 
does this theory about reptilian parliament sessions or whatever, does this feel like it comes from a place of integrity? Can I speak about this and feel confident and proud of myself? You know, yeah, probably, probably not. But that's where that's where we're coming from is where is where's the intuition? Where's the integrity? And how can you apply those things into what your belief systems are? Exactly. It's it's grab avoid to me. It's this sounds cool. Yeah. I'm going to become a practitioner and promote it. And I never looked into what it was or who this guy was or what's going on. It really, it's that. And then people still defend it. I mean, still on TikTok, people are mad at me about it. Still, we get messages about, you know, because we said we took them down. Right. So like, because they want to die on that hill, but like, you never, instead of going like, oh, I should have done some research. Thank you for doing it. I'm going to change the way I do this. People don't want to admit faults or they don't want to grow. So they just say, no, you guys are wrong. Well, and again, it's easier to be mad at Heather and be mad at me right. than it is to say like, oh, wait, where where did I go wrong in this? And like, where was I too susceptible to what people were telling me? And like, where don't I want to put the work in? Yeah. And why are you trying to project a persona of being perfect in the first place? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I could talk about that forever. But what I'd like to wrap up with, our boy, Vice Hopped. This is yep. his freaking dream right now that we're a skill. Yeah. He doesn't right. care that we're away from what he started. He, the fact that we still talk about it has got to make that man's spirit energy, wherever the hell it is, really happy. Well, I mean, it really is truly chaotic. I mean, he really was like super successful in that. The whole idea of it being mysterious and like, you know, not telling everyone the names of people. You don't even, most people don't know his name. You know what I mean? Oh, never heard his name. The way that he structured it and set it up, he set it up in hopes that it would become this. And it has. And so he's he's psyched. Yeah. So score for him, I guess. I guess. Point for him. If you want to study how to be a good cult leader, I would say study his work. <laughs> right. Well, I think that's where the intuitive work goes, is it's not really about like taking down the reptilian leaders of this planet. It's really about looking at where in our culture, in our society, where in humanity, people feel so disconnected that they they buy into this type of stuff. That's where like we as intuitives and healers and light workers or whatever you want to call yourself, that's where we can put our strengths to work. It's like, why do people feel so connected to conspiracy theories like this? And how can we help with that? Yeah. And how can we show up in this world of people who are very susceptible to things like this? How can we show up with a different voice in a different way and set a different example? And I think that's what we try to do. So if you started this episode and you're like, what, how, what does this have to do with intuition and what Illuminati? I hope that you understand now that it's so much to me, the conspiracy of Illuminati is not, is that person really a lizard person or is, you know, Lady Gaga and and Beyonce and Jay-Z running the Illuminati? That's not the conspiracy to me. The conspiracy to me is why is this conspiracy still working? And and how is it that this like ragtag group of people from 1776 we're still talking about? And like, we're not even talking about what they were promoting. Like, how has this survived and why are we still buying it is the real conspiracy to me. And why are we still allowing ourselves to be disconnected from our own intuition? Because that is really the underpinning of every single patriarchal construct, structure, 
even as far down as to cults like this. I mean, you can trace through all of those a disconnect from a person's intuition. I don't think I could say it any better than that. Absolutely. 100%. It's if it doesn't feel funny to you, like, or if it does feel funny to you, stop and investigate, right? Right. Look into it. Look into it. Look into it. Okay. So we started this with you having to do like a trust fall into this podcast episode. How do you feel now? No, I loved it. It was super informative. And now it doesn't, now I understand it. I, now I understand why without actually knowing anything about it, it felt so triggering to me. Now I know why is again, like, like we say, look into it. Like I looked into it through this episode and now I understand like, oh, my intuition was telling me this is wildly dangerous and off base. And so stay away from it. And now I know why. Exactly. Exactly. And so now when someone says to you, oh, it is the Illuminati, you can be like, do you mean the group from 1776 that started in Germany? Or are you referring to what we now call the Illuminati, which is basically just any conspiracy? Like, right. Because the person saying it most likely won't know. They don't know about either of them, I would venture to guess. Exactly. And this is one of those instances that like knowledge is powerful. A, a 100%. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's go find some way to take down the real patriarchy instead of worrying about the Illuminati. What do you think? Yes, exactly. That's where our focus is. <laughs> real patriarchy. Exactly. Hey, everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.